and welcome to episode 104 of the Vegan Business Tribe podcast with myself, David Pennell, co-founder of Vegan Business Tribe. And if you have a vegan business or you're just thinking about starting one, then Vegan Business Tribe is here to support you and to inspire you, not just to have a vegan business, but to build a successful vegan business. So what's been going on at Vegan Business Tribe this week? Well, you might have seen that we're just starting to announce our first speakers for Vegan Business Tribe Live in November at the London Olympia. And you do not want to miss this. This is going to be two days of live speakers, panels and workshops to help you grow a successful vegan business. And it's part of VegFest UK. And last year, Vegan Business Tribe Live was absolutely huge. Most of the sessions were standing room only. And we're wanting to go even bigger and better this year. And Vegan Business Tribe Live, as I just mentioned there, it is part of VegFest UK. So not only do you get access to our stage and area, but you can make a full weekend of it at the UK's biggest and best vegan consumer. Humor show. And the great thing about doing something like Vegan Business Tribe Live is getting to meet so many of you, so many of our Vegan Business Tribe members in person. The people who I've only ever spoken to on Zoom or one of our online networking meetups or maybe been typing and exchanging messages with in our community hub. And last year, we had members who travelled from Canada, from Europe, just to come and see us live. So get the date in your diary. Saturday the 18th and Sunday the 19th of November 2023 at the London Olympia for two amazing days of vegan business advice, support and networking. And to keep up to date on the speakers and sessions as we release them, just head to the website at veganbusinesstribe.com and click on the Tribe Live 2023 tab. And hopefully I'll get to meet some of you there too. Okay, so let's get into our topic for this session. And today I want to talk about something that comes up time and time again in our business clinics. And that's about being able to focus because it is so easy to get distracted in this world that we've built for ourselves. There is so much going on that just carving out the time to get an important task finished or to stay focused on the things that you need to do to move your business forwards, it's hard. And at times, it can seem almost impossible. Sometimes, it's hard to even clear the mental space to work out which are the important tasks and what's just people trying to hijack your agenda through your inbox. But I want you to imagine this. Picture that you wake up every morning with a clear sense of purpose, knowing that your business is not just driven by profit, because we do need to make money to make a change in the world, but it's also driven by a larger mission. You're picturing that? Feels great, doesn't it? Well, if you've already got a vegan business, then you've already got that. 
that's likely why you started your business in the first place. But have you forgotten that? Are you still linked to your mission? Because when you've got a vegan business, lives are literally at stake. For you and me, the vegan mission, it's more than a trendy buzzword or marketing strategy. It's the reason why we do what we do. And when you connect with the reason that you started a vegan business in the first place, it becomes this massively powerful tool for staying focused. It becomes a driving force that pushes you forward, especially when you're faced with the challenges that you're always going to face in business. Remember how passionate you were when you first turned vegan. It's important to keep connected with those feelings to remind you why you're doing what you're doing. So if you're struggling with your focus at the moment, then the very first thing to do is to take some time to reflect on why you started this journey. What inspired you? to start a vegan business or even what inspired you to go vegan in the first place? Was it a personal health journey? So now you want to help others improve their lives. Was it seeing the impact of animal agriculture on the environment and so wanting to do something about it? Or was it that anger, that burning desire to change our relationship with animals that you felt when you were first faced with your own hypocrisy about what you were eating and funding. You know, when you first realised that the only way that you could have milk in your latte was because that baby cow who the milk had been intended for had been taken out of the picture, how did you feel at that point? Whatever emotion it was that made you want to make a positive change in the world, you need to keep connected to that. Use it to keep focused on what you set out to achieve and the change that you want to make in the world. So how do we do that? How do we keep that connection to the cause to help keep us focused? Well, just listening to me now talking about this, that's part of it. Surround yourself with a community of like-minded individuals who share your values, like the other vegan business owners that you'll meet on our member networking meetups. Go to vegan events such as VegFest and Vegan Campout and listen to those speakers. Connect with the people who are on a mission to create a fairer, cruelty-free world and let them remind you why you wanted to have a vegan business in the first place. Go and join a couple of animal saves if you get the opportunity or attend a vigil or go spend some time volunteering at a sanctuary. The more knowledge you acquire the stronger your conviction becomes and the more focused you'll be on achieving your business goals. And remember to celebrate those vegan milestones and victories along the way. Building any business, it's not easy. Never mind building a vegan one. It requires dedication and perseverance. 
So take a moment to acknowledge your progress and the positive impact that you are making. How many people have you touched? How many seeds have you planted in your customers' minds? Even if you don't advertise your business as being vegan. Maybe you've even started a few people on their own vegan journey. Do you keep track of your own vegan conversion count? So, yeah, this is all really good stuff. But I can almost hear you shouting back at me that you get it. If you keep connected with the vegan cause, then you're going to have more motivation. You're going to have this burning desire that you can use and leverage. But your inbox... It's still going to be full every morning. You've got notifications going off all the time and everyone is demanding meetings and Zoom calls. So let's look at more practically. How can we get better at this? How can we get better at focusing? If you are looking to get your business in the news or on the radio or interviewed on TV, then no one's going to get your company noticed like Karen Ridges and her team at Mad Promotions. And Karen, she's been at the forefront of the vegan media scene for the last 20 years. And Mad Promotions, they're also our media partners at Vegan Business Tribe. So if you've read about us in Planet, based news or in veg economist then that's probably because karen got that story there so if you are an ethical company or entrepreneur that wants more media coverage and if you're a company that is looking to make a difference then that's literally what mad promotion stands for karen she's worked with veganuary veg fest and all the other big names so Go find out more at mad-promotions.com. If you are a UK vegan business, wouldn't it be better to have an accountant that shares your ethics? Well, vegan accountants have got over 30 years of experience and they're a vegan-founded company. And just to add, they're also our accountants at Vegan Business Tribe because they just get us. They understand why we do what we do and they make sure that we're doing it in the most tax-efficient way possible. Keith and his team, they've been massive supporters of our mission at Vegan Business Tribe. So if you are an established UK business with a growth mindset and you want an accountant that is going to help you grow and shares your mission as well as saves you tax, then just go to veganaccountants.co.uk to find out more. The first thing that we need to know is what we actually need to focus on. If you don't have a clear direction of what you need to achieve to move your business forwards, then it's easy to get lost in the chaos of everything that lands on your plate that day. You have to remember, not all tasks are created equal. There are going to be some tasks in your business that are going to really move your business forwards and trying to clear your inbox. It probably isn't going to be one of them. There are tasks that require you to clear your desk and to spend deep time doing the work that only you, as the founder of your business, can do to move the business forwards. And you probably already know what these tasks are. 
It might be setting up that marketing funnel or automation system that's going to half the time and effort it takes to get your customer inquiries. It might be having that planning day to map out your new product offering. It might be writing those training guides so that your team don't need your daily input to actually run the business. It might be researching that new technology that you know is going to make your business more efficient, but you just don't understand it yet. Or it might be the more boring work, such as just getting that VAT registration paperwork done so that you can move to the next level of earning. Whatever it is, it's likely to be a task that will take a chunk of your time that you don't feel that you have. It's going to be a task that you've probably been trying to set time up in your diary to do, maybe for months. And the kind of thing that you're probably going to struggle with if you keep getting broken off every 10 minutes. So your first job is to identify these tasks and separate them out from those that are simply part of the day-to-day of running your company. You can likely already name two or three tasks in your business right now that are going to move your business forwards. Things that you've already decided to do, that you've committed to them, but you haven't got them done yet. These are the things that are actually going to get your business to the next phase. So commit to them. Put a date in the diary when they need to be done by. Because if you don't, then they're going to become the things that are holding your business back. And one tip for this is to tie these tasks to an event. So when I'm doing one-to-one coaching, which is something that we do with a small number of our Vegan Business Tribe members, then I'll always try to tie a big to-do to an event like a vegan fair or maybe a vegan business expo. So for example, if we're looking to launch a new product or service, then I'll get the business owners to commit to launching that product or service at an event. Because No matter what excuses you might come up with, no matter what happens to your motivation, the date of that event, that's not going to change. So you might find yourself working until three in the morning, the day before that event, to get your new product ready for launch. But it just means that the task, it gets done. Okay, so... We now know what needs to be done. So how can you change how you work to improve your focus? And first, let's start with your working environment because your physical surroundings, they have such a real impact on your ability to focus and be productive. A cluttered and chaotic workspace, that's just a reflection of what's going on in your head, right? So we need to make sure that you've got an environment that's conductive to this kind of deep focus. And it might be that you need to have somewhere separate for this kind of focused work that's away from your normal desk. Even though I've got a perfectly good office at home, I will still use my local co-working space if I'm maybe writing a new course or if I really need to focus on a task. And it's always just absolutely 
spotless because they've got the cleaners coming in every day. It's in a modern, airy office space and there's always one or two other people there with headphones on just getting on with their work too. So, take a look around where you normally work. And you might be sat there now. If you're sat in a chaotic environment, what can you do to create somewhere where it is free from distractions and it signals to your brain that now is the time to focus and personalize this space and make it somewhere that you genuinely enjoy being in. And noise-canceling headphones, they're the most amazing invention and I really recommend them. I quite like doing work in cafes and coffee shops, especially if I'm doing something, some kind of creative writing. But I can't do that without my noise-cancelling headphones blocking out that distracting conversation that's happening at the next table. And speaking of distractions, it seems like everything is constantly trying to stop you doing what you're doing and look at something else instead. So our electronic devices, they're programmed to try and get as much of our attention as they can possibly get. Now, Do you remember back in the 90s, there were these little electronic devices called Tamagotchis and they were a massive fad that came from Japan. There were little plastic eggs with this really basic blocky black and white display screen on them and a little creature would hatch out on the screen and the idea was you needed to keep this creature alive for as long as you could so that it could grow And you had to feed it or it would starve. You had to play with it or it got depressed. And that is what our phones have become now. They've become Tamagotchis. And if I don't use my phone for a few minutes, it panics and it starts trying to get my attention. And I can be sat there working away and my phone, it will keep pinging away at me to tell me that it's just made a new collage of some photos that I took yesterday or asking me if I want to leave a review of a place that I ate at last night and just telling me that an item that I was looking at, it's now on sale. It just never stops. But the great thing is you can control all this. Now, technology's default setting is set at distracting, but you can change that. And it doesn't matter if you've got an iPhone or an Android, you can turn off notifications. You can set times when your phone, it will hold everything back because it knows you're busy. The same for your computer. Most now have a focus mode built in. Just Google how to turn it on and it will revolutionize your working day. All those emails and social media likes, they'll still be there when you've finished for you to catch up on. But your computer, it won't keep constantly reminding you that they're happening. There's also various different productivity apps that you can use to block access to certain websites for a period of time. So if you find that you keep jumping onto Twitter, like I do a lot of the time, or you can't keep yourself from checking the news every 15 minutes, then just block those sites for an hour whilst you're trying to get something done and it will soon train yourself out of doing it. Use the technology that we have to create the space for 
deep work and allow you to focus. And you can use the same tools when you're trying to switch off from work too. Don't forget, at the end of the day, your phone still comes with an off button. I just wanted to break off for a second to ask, are you just following this podcast without being a member of Vegan Business Tribe? Because if you are, then let me tell you, you are missing out on about 80% of everything that goes on at Vegan Business Tribe, including incredible resources and a vibrant community of like-minded vegan business owners from around the world. Because as a member of Vegan Business Tribe, you'll gain access to hundreds of hours of online courses and guides and masterclasses in our Vegan Business Academy to help you grow your vegan business. You'll also get to attend our regular online networking meetups where you can promote your business and just forge those connections with fellow vegan business owners just like you. Plus, if you need more direct advice and assistance, you can join us on a live business clinic or you can post a question in our community hub where all our other members plus our vegan business experts are waiting to help you out. And the best part It's just £18.99 a month. And at the same time, you'll also be supporting the work that we do to champion the vegan business scene around the world. And just to add that we've now also recently introduced one-to-one business coaching and mentoring with myself or one of our vegan business experts. And that's available to a select number of our members. So if you're really looking to take your vegan business to the next level, then we've got you. Don't just lurk on the sidelines. There is a whole community of vegan businesses who want to get to know you and support you. Just head to veganbusinesstribe.com. Click on that big join button on the homepage and I cannot wait to connect with you and discuss your vegan business or your next big idea. Once you've created this great environment for focusing, Next, you need to get better at your time management. And this is something that I absolutely love because effectively managing your time, it allows you to maximize productivity without having to find more time to do it. If you can manage your time and your focus, you can genuinely get twice as much done in the same period of time that you normally would. So take a few moments at the beginning of each day or maybe each week to map out your priorities and your schedule. Identify those important tasks that are going to move you forwards and allocate dedicated time slots for them. So when I'm doing this myself, usually I will schedule tasks in for the start of the day, making sure that the important tasks are the first thing I do. Otherwise, as the day moves on, things just drop into your inbox, which you shouldn't be checking, but you do. People ask for quick phone calls. Other tasks, they take twice as long. And you've got to the end of the day and you've not done that one important thing that you really had to tick off your list today. Another tip for time management is to batch similar tasks together. Have you ever had a day where you know you've got a meeting or a Zoom call scheduled mid-morning and it just kills your productivity? 
You think it's not worth starting a big job because you know you're going to have to break off that Zoom call in an hour or so, or you spend time thinking and prepping for that meeting, even though you probably really don't need to. So, Instead of breaking your days up with meetings and being really inefficient, have one day of the week or a couple of half days that you set as your meeting days. And I do this every Wednesday. So if you want to book in a chat with me, then great, fantastic. I'll send you a link to my calendar to book a call. But you'll find that that link, it only lets you book calls on Wednesdays between 8am and 8pm and it will only let you book in for 20 minutes. I absolutely cram my Wednesdays full of meeting. I book them in back to back talking to people from around the world and not only does that actually give me more available meeting slots for most people but I don't have time to be worrying about the next meeting until I'm in it and then for the rest of my week I can just focus on work and sometimes people will come back to me when they've been trying to book a meeting and they'll say oh I was really hoping I could talk to you tomorrow but your link it's only got slots available for Wednesday and I'll cheerfully respond I'll say that's right and if this Wednesday isn't a good match I can see I've got quite a few spaces for next Wednesday too and it's not just meetings grouping other activities is really useful too If you check your email throughout the day, it's going to hijack your agenda for that day. Tasks that you already had on your list, they will get superseded because an email has just dropped in with something that you think is more important. Whereas setting an hour at the end of each day just to clear down your inbox, that means that the tasks that you'd already agreed needed to get done that day get done. And many of the things that maybe dropped in screaming that they were urgent in your inbox, they've had a few hours to breathe and mature to take the sting out of them. And then finally, I want to share something that I learned from our friend Daniel Morgan Jones. And it's a brilliant technique because Dan is a very successful vegan entrepreneur, an autism influencer, and he's also incredibly busy. So he needs to focus on creating content, on coming up with new ideas for his channel. And he introduced me to the concept of what he calls cinema mode. And I love this because imagine that you are going to see a film at the cinema. That's a period of time when you pay attention to one single thing. And that's the film in front of you. You really just focus for a couple of hours. You don't get up to stretch your legs and wander to the kitchen and make a coffee. You don't check your phone every five minutes. You sit still for 90 minutes or longer and just concentrate on what's in front of you. And I just love this concept of cinema mode because if you're no you're going into a situation where you're not supposed to be checking your phone for the next two hours, maybe, then you just turn your phone off or you put it away in your bag on silent. When you go into the cinema, 
you make sure that you've brought a drink with you so that you don't have to go get one halfway through. You make sure that you've been to the toilet. You might bring in some snacks with you into the cinema, that is, not into the toilet. So why don't you do the same if you really need to focus on a task for a couple of hours? Treat it as if you're going into the cinema to watch a film. Let people know that you're not going to be available for the next couple of hours. Turn off your phone, fill up your water bottle, and then just focus on the task in front of you for the next hour. Self-awareness also plays a critical role in being able to focus. And you might find that you naturally have peak productivity times. We've all got periods during the day when our energy levels are higher and our focus is sharper. And for some, it might be the early morning hours when the world is still quiet and, you know, the day holds promise. And for example, I do most of my content writing really early in the morning if I can. And for others, it might be the evenings when the distractions of the day have subsided. Just take notice of your own energy patterns. When do you feel most alert, creative and productive? Understanding your peak productivity times means that you can schedule in the important tasks into those times, meaning you'll be more able to concentrate and focus on them. And routine, that also plays a really important part in this. You can train your brain to get ready for work and to focus. So, for example, you might get up and do a workout or maybe meditate for 30 minutes. And that daily routine, it gets your brain into the zone and ready to focus on what comes next. And I love this story, this example, of French surrealist artist René Magritte. He used to work from his studio at home. But to start his day, he would put on his bowler hat, he'd kiss his wife goodbye, and he'd leave his home by the front door. He'd then walk around the block and come back into his house by the back door and then go to his studio. And that was his way of telling his brain that it was time to focus and to work. And then at the end of the day, he'd repeat that process in reverse. He'd leave by the back door, he'd walk back around the block, and then he'd greet his wife and hang up his bowler hat as he re-entered through his front door. And you might create some kind of personalised ritual or routine that signals the start of your focused work time with mental cues that prepare your mind for the task at hand. And I've heard of examples like simply lighting a scented candle or playing a specific song or just taking a few deep breaths to centre yourselves. Or it could be like René Magree by going for a 10-minute walk. And by consistently performing this ritual before diving into your work, you condition your mind that it's time to focus.
Do you want to speak at more events? Do you want to get invited onto podcasts like this one? Well, it's far easier to do that if you can say that you have written a book. So let me tell you about The Vegan Publisher. Their founder, Matali, she is a best-selling business author herself. And Matali and her team, they will lead you through that entire process of becoming a published author, transforming you into the thought leader of your industry. And writing a book, it isn't just a great marketing activity to get you more clients. Trust me, being a published author, it will open up doors to opportunities that you never even knew existed. So even if you think you don't have the time to write a book, or even if you don't know what you might write a book about, go take a look at theveganpublisher.com to find out more. And then finally, Sometimes a lack of focus is just procrastination. Sometimes, and you know I'm right on this, the reason that you jump on that email that's just landed in your inbox isn't because it's urgent, it's because it's letting you put off the big job that you need to build up motivation to do. So, Look to see if you can break down your big, important tasks, if you can break them down into smaller, manageable ones that can be done separately. If you've got something that you think needs a full day to do and you just never seem to be able to book that day out, then break that task down and tackle it incrementally instead. So, If you've got a proposal to write that's going to take you half a day, then break that down into smaller tasks so you can fit them into smaller individual chunks of time. And this is something that Matali Depakesha from The Vegan Publisher teaches people. She can help you write a book in three months regardless of what time you think you have, because she separates the planning and structuring of a book from writing it. And this way, the actual writing, you just break down into blocks that you fit in when you've got 20 minutes here, half an hour there. And you can use this technique for absolutely anything. Use online project management tools like Trello to break tasks down and then work through those tasks in order as and when you can do so, so that you complete these huge, big, too-big-to-start projects incrementally. Another common roadblock that you might see is also perfectionism. And you know, when you strive for something, being perfect, and you just get trapped in an endless cycle of revisions and self-criticism. And to be honest, again, from my experience, perfectionism... It's just a lack of confidence. It's a delaying tactic. I've known people revise their website three or four times before launching their business. And that's not because of perfectionism. It's because they feel more comfortable constantly revising their website than actually launching their business. So instead of using that as an excuse, instead of aiming for perfection... Shift your focus to progress and improvement. 
whatever your business, the company you have now, it isn't the company that you're going to have in three years' time, perhaps even in six months' time. It's going to evolve. It's going to change. You're going to discover new opportunities and find new customers. So any time you spend on trying to get anything in your business perfect, it's just wasted time because you're going to change it at some point anyway. So whatever you're working on, just aim to get it good enough. Know that it's going to keep evolving and changing anyway. So just get it done and move on. Okay, so We have covered a lot today. So let's finish off by having a bullet point recap of what we've just learned about how to focus. One, remember why you first started a vegan business in the first place. Keep connected to the cause. Get to know other vegan entrepreneurs and business owners. And remember, 200 million land animals lose their lives every single day to be eaten and you've got a burning desire to do something about that. Two, identify and prioritize your key tasks. Separate out the tasks that will truly move your business forwards and schedule the time in to make them happen. Consider creating an immovable deadline, such as committing to launch something at an event so that you have to hit that deadline regardless of whatever else happens. Three, create a conductive working environment. Your physical environment, it has a huge impact on your mental state. So make sure that your workspace is organized and free from distractions and consider having a separate area for focused work if necessary or just go buy a good pair of noise-canceling headphones. Four, take control of your devices and your notifications. Don't let them become a Tamagotchi trying to get all your attention all day long. Set focus time so that they know not to distract you or use apps to block access to distracting websites. Five, Effective time management will mean that you get more done in the time that you have. So do the important tasks right at the start of the day to avoid getting sidetracked. Batch similar tasks together, like scheduling meetings on specific days to minimize disruption. Six, understand your natural peak productivity times. Take notice of when you feel the most alert and focused and plan the tasks that need the most focus to match those times. Seven, establish routines to signal to your brain that it's time to focus. And maybe you'll meditate for 20 minutes or maybe you walk around the block wearing a bowler hat like French artist René Magritte. And eight, overcome procrastination and perfectionism. Break down big time swallowing tasks into smaller actions and complete them incrementally. And accept that things are going to constantly evolve and change in your business. So just get something to be good enough and then move on. And that is it. So 
This has been a really interesting topic today and one that we all need to embrace. Remember what we said at the start. Your vegan business is your activism. So you owe it to the cause to do the things that are going to make your business more successful so that you can make a bigger impact. And don't think you're the only one doing this. We've got hundreds of vegan business owners just like you as part of our vegan business tribe community over on the website. And they want to support you. They want to collaborate with people like you because they're on the same mission as you. So if you're looking for your tribe, go sign up at veganbusinesstribe.com where we will help you take your vegan business to the next stage. And before we wrap up, just a reminder to check out our sponsors, Vegan Accountants, The Vegan Publisher and Mad Promotions. And please remember to subscribe to the podcast or our channel and also make sure that you're signed up to our free mailing list over on veganbusinesstribe.com so that you get our weekly email with more amazing content just like this. I really appreciate you giving up your time to be here, but now it's time for you to go and bring about that vegan world. And I will see you on the next one.